I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Since 1999, man. Great. Y'all have not, y'all don't, we, we that own that. changes now. It, it's going to be nothing but Raiders. Nobody want to hear That's that all you're going to hear. That's all you're going to mm-hmm. hear. I can't wait. I all can't right. wait either. Being, being here makes back, me feel like it's football season. Just come back here week four on Monday. Okay, I'll, I'll be here. I want you. Yep. To, you're going to answer to it. You got it. Well, we'll, we'll see him on Sunday before for fantasy draft. That's right. Everybody That's right. in here, fantasy. Draft. When is the Big draft? When is the Sunday? Draft? Right. Yes. This yeah. Sunday. This Sunday. Hogan's got to get that scheduled. Hogan's got to get that. scheduled. Yeah, I'm going to be at a wedding, so hopefully it's not like during the day. Well, that's, that's where we six. want you. We want you auto picking. Okay. All it's right. going to be tough. All right. Thanks. Appreciate you, Bennett. Say, Go yeah, Titans. The, the auto draft. I might be auto drafting because of this schedule. I mean, I know that was what we were trying. Sunday. I mean, that's it's it's a last minute hail mary to try to screw up the league. That's not gonna work. No, it's so hard being Hogan and being the commissioner because all y'all do is complain. That's right. right? I, I'm kind of no. I'm not pissed about it, but don't you know? We're, some of us are gonna be on the faux computer, bro. I want y'all on auto pick. You can do it on your phone now. You don't yeah, have to. That's what I, I'm gonna be at the farm. You don't have to. Uh, you know, you don't have to be at a computer and do it. Like, here's the thing: is like at, at some point, if you if you're in a fantasy league, you know, I, f you. Like this is when the this is no, when the, I'm I'm not this is not me taking shot bet I'm just glad somebody runs it. No, I told I told I just, Ben I'm gonna be I might have to auto. I told Ben I said, you know, because he was saying like nobody responded to him asking. I said no, I did no more asking, man. You're telling telling them. You're the telling. Right? This is who a, the commissioner. This a is when the draft is. It's a dictator. Is, it's a thankless and, 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 and job. If you wish to be there. You will be there. It's thankless. You know? He's just trying to be polite. I was going to schedule a full day around this to do auction style. We went from auction to having a dra- regular draft to it's going to be on Sunday Labor Day. Yes. But, well, auction was just going to take too long. Yeah, that was going to be a full day. I think we made the right decision. Yeah, I think that's true, but uh, I was disappointed about the day. But uh, that's, that's fine. I'm not bitching, though. I'm not bitching. I, I, I'll be there. Here, here's the problem, though. If we do it on Tuesday, somebody else will no, bitch about I Tuesday. Know, you know, know, you'll, you'll, you'll just play whack Labor Day weekend, you know? though, but, you know. But Giannato couldn't do Tuesday, so we're trying to, you know, I mean, I mean, we're just trying to fit in what we're getting where we fit in. Football's back. Mark's going to join us at uh, at 125. We'll talk to him uh, about why he screwed up the schedule for the league, and now we're all having to deal with the fallout. Uh, and we'll talk to him about Memphis football and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 93 FM, ESPN.
It's the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Steve White, former star Westwood High, former Vol, went on to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. Gracious enough to join us every Thursday during football season, as long as we have had this show. Died, age 48, of leukemia. The feeling of the home crowd, you making a big play and everybody, you know, saying <sighs> your name and all that stuff. It's hard to even quantify how that makes you feel. You know, and, and there's nothing that replaces that either. But man, I hated to lose. No matter, I hate to lose right now. If we playing a video game, I get upset. I have to get over that. But I, that's just the way I'm doing. Not only a good football player, but what a great person. Upbringing was outstanding. Parents, uh, mother was a teacher, and. She, she represented him, and he represented her. Thank you so much from me and all the listeners. And thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Huge news in the NFL as we speak. A trade that could sort of reshape the NFC North. The Eagles are trading wide receiver Jalen Rager to the Vikings. Wow. 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 Uh, we were going to bring on uh, our NFL analyst, Sean Salisbury, but we'll have to wait until Friday for that. Uh, this is one that uh, could, right? I mean, th- this is one that will certainly, I, th- I think, ha- th- this can very possibly, I think, reorder the the North here. Jalen Rager, former first-round uh, draft pick, uh, career stats of four catches for 92 yards in three seasons. Uh, this is big. No, it's got to be better than that, right? No, I'm just making that up. I, 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 sometimes I wonder why, like, I get why NFL r- reporters tweet it, but Jalen Rager sucks. He's a bad receiver. 31 catches in both uh, 20 and 21. Same number of catches both seasons. Yeah, can't catch. So 62 for this yeah. career, like, just three touchdowns yeah, in the career. Yeah, he's just not good. He's not a very well, good. He's very uh, expendable for Philadelphia, which has upgraded their core. I can't believe they got anything. I can't believe the, the, uh, the, the Vikings gave them any kind of pick. Uh, it's a, it's just a seventh rounder, but it's also a 2024 conditional fourth rounder. They got two draft picks for this dude. What? Interesting. I don't really know. What's uh, going on with Thielen? Is he healthy? I mean, why I haven't paid much attention to the Vikings this preseason. Well, as you know, is it, that insurance for him or I something? Don't know. I don't you, know. I mean, who you already got a stud number one. Yeah, they got KJ Osborne well. there. You know, I don't really get well, it. Yeah, why why spend draft capital on him unless there's a need there and somebody's down? I'm, uh, 
maybe 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 it's health with their core right now. The receiving core. Adam Thielen had ten touchdowns last season. He's well, still very much you know. I mean, he's a touchdown merchant. You ha- you have a one and a two is my point. Yes. Very very cut out and very easy to see. So that that's what I'm saying. To spend draft capital on the, another guy, they maybe they've got some injury issues or concerns. I I, I didn't think. And again, maybe Rieger with a change of scenery, scenery looks a little bit better. Um, I guess you could put him as your number three guy. I suppose if that's what I, I wouldn't have given up two draft picks. I, I think that's perfectly fair uh, stance, John. I wouldn't have given up two draft picks. Uh, Mark Gennaro is going to join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him about uh, what's going on in college football. Memphis football, as we know, uh, is taking on Mississippi State on Saturday down there in Starkville. Uh, you're going to hear nothing but cowbells on that broadcast on ESPNU. Are you prepared for that? Yeah. You're prepared for the noise? Yeah, I hope they are. I know they've been – I've read the reports. They've been preparing for it and everything else. And Silverfield's compared this atmosphere to some of the you know loudest and, and craziest he's been around. I think he compared it to an NFC – to a playoff game, did he not, this week? Mm-hmm. Um, look, we know it's going to be a crazy road environment. That said, there's very little pressure on Memphis in this game. So, yes, crazy road environment – all of that, that's fine, but there is literally no pressure on you. You're double, uh, double-digit underdogs here. Just go out and play. And, again, the biggest point of this game, you'll see it written, come out of it relatively healthy. Yep. That, that's the most important thing. So you can get to a much more important conference game against Navy that, to me, is going to be more of the true tone setter for the season. Yep. Because Memphis can go out and get absolutely waxed down in Starkville and, be, and still uh, be a very good football team and have a fine rest of the year, end up, Possibly four and one with Houston coming in here. Uh, that's still possible, even if you get you know sort of just manhandled come Saturday. That's a that's a team that owes you, and I expect it to look that way. That said, man, go out there, go go out there and, and upset them again, and 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 you want to talk about then, well, uh, then then you've set the tone already. So that's why I go back to it's sort of a free shot because you won't really truly be measured until starting against Navy. But go out there and 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 shock the world again. And you, you'll you'll you that'll be a, a different way to to set the tone to start this year, an exciting way that I think we'd all be up in arms about. I, I kind of the chances I, of that. I do know. wonder, like, would Mike Leach would it would that be the end right then and there? Yeah, we joked about it last season, but I wouldn't joke about it this year. Would Mike Leach get fired immediately? No, the but you got some proud boosters over there. I, I know my man Brad points out that it's always a party in Starville, but there surely there are some proud enough boosters around there that would look at two straight losses to Memphis and say we got the wrong guy. We're done yes. with this. Yeah, like there's the, no people the, to be moved to action for that. Their, their boosters aren't Alabama boosters, so they'll ride him out through the season and then that'll be it. Yeah, I mean, if you lose to Memphis, especially if you lose that one, you lose the. Oh well, yeah, he might yeah. not. He might not get fired yeah. then. No, th- but this it would be, be over. No, that would be essentially the end. Yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because look, it's, if if you're losing to Memphis at home, yeah. you're not going to magically be able to push a button and start beating SEC teams. No, right? No. Like you're just, you know, and then that's, uh, that's. It'll look a lot like last year if it's a close loss, or maybe, but that's the best case scenario. Best case scenario, getting seven wins. Well, and look, I mean, Silverfield's clearly playing the under promise, over deliver angle here, right? Smart. We're young, this, that, the other. So I, I, and like that's what you should like. That's what Fuente always did. Fuente always, and, eh, yeah. yeah, he was good. He was a pro at it. You know, like you, like they, they would be returning like three like NFL prospects. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about Justin. I, I, I enjoyed his time. So I, I think that's kind of the the approach that that. Ryan has taken is like, listen, we 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 we're this, we're we're rebuilding on some play, you know, on, on some pieces of our of our team here, and uh, we'll just we'll kind of see where the chips fall on Saturday. I, I think they expect to compete, right? I don't think Ryan Silverfield looks at 
this game as an absolute, like, oh, we're just going to walk into here and it's going to be a funeral march. I think they expect no. to compete. It's just a matter of, you know, what that what does that ultimately look like in the end? Is it a one-touchdown game or is it one of those games where you just kind of gets away from you there? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I think Memphis is going to have a chance. I think it's going to have a chance to work out a little bit. Do I think it's going to necessarily be in the context of a competitive game? Probably not, like we've talked about. I think you know Mississippi State is going to be so motivated. I just don't see a way Mike Leach lets his team lose here. Memphis already has a win over Mississippi State. They've got that, right? It's, it's not like this is a must-win game for them. Um, so I, just, I think that's kind of what the way that these typically do go. But hey, Memphis beat Ole Miss two times in a row. Is Will Rogers an NFL quarterback? Six two two oh five. Threw for forty seven hundred yards last year. Yes. Thirty six touchdowns. This will be his last year. Yeah, this will be his last That's year. What I'm Mississippi talking State. about. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and is uh, he on draft boards? I don't. I haven't looked at draft not, boards. Not on first round draft boards. No, I, I can tell you. I can tell you the two that and, and they got Stroud ahead of of uh, of, of Young, yeah. obviously. But I I don't know if he's lower on that. But that's my, that's my point. He's out to prove that this year, and he's the kind of guy who's put up numbers that will certainly have the scouts watching. Again, the size or whatever. I mean, it's pretty average size for an, uh, a six two two oh five. But second or third round is what they're they're thinking. I would I would, mm-hmm. I would like I would like to see Told him on. I, I would like to see him uncork it a little bit more than he has. Right. I mean, he's really good at the you know the intermediate stuff. I want to see him sort of make some downfield throws this season. Um, I mean, he's very efficient. We know that. Yep. Um, the but, the quarterback lineup, by the way, Bryce Young is up there. C.J. Stroud, yes. Will Lewis at Kentucky. Those are the big ones from the SEC. Uh, Levis, yeah. Levis, well, yeah. Part. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think well, it's a, it's a pretty good quarterback class, actually. Hmm. I mean, I, I like I I like Levis at Kentucky. I think he could be a good one. I haven't um, watched enough of him. C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young, I think, I, I, I think hey, is a monster. Your better question is: Is Memphis's quarterback after next year? Is he an NFL quarterback? Well, let's see how let's see we how big the production thinks. is, the, the, the step, right? Let's see, let's see, can he do it? I, I think it's tough. I think it's tough to ask him to do much more than he did last year because he's having to start over in a way with that receiver room. But if he finishes with the, like sort of the same numbers, the same production, I think yeah, he could take a huge step as a junior. And I would say yeah, uh, yeah, he would be an NFL guy after three years. He looks it. Yeah, I, I, what, Tall. I, what, what I like about Seth Hennigan is that he does not get rattled. That's what I like about Seth Hennigan. He is a very composed young man, and that's just not what you see. I mean, that's an NFL trait. Your that's ability right. to yeah. stand in that pocket, right? improvise and put, and, when necessary. And, and put bad plays behind you. Like, he doesn't allow it to beat him twice. Yeah, one uh-huh. of the things that Riley Ferguson would do that would drive me crazy that Seth does not do, Riley Ferguson would leave that pocket. Like, he would go gone. First sight of pressure, he was getting out of that pocket. Which, look, he was great. But in terms of being a pro quarterback, you got to be able to stand in there, right? You can make plays out of the pocket, all that in college. But you're expected to stand in that in that pocket in the NFL and deliver big-time throws. And I, I think Seth has shown the ability, very preliminarily, to do that. So, yeah, I'm, I, I got Seth Hennigan stock, bro. All right? That's not a secret. Well, go out there and outdo Will Rogers. Well, he ain't got to do that. Let, let's do that then. He ain't got to do that. What if he keeps pace? You know, oh, what, if he keeps pace, he's already raised his stock. What if he's you know what if what if Will Rogers has three hundred fifteen yards and four touchdowns, and Seth has two hundred eighty five and two? You know, you'd still say that's a pretty impressive performance on the road against an SEC team in the opener. Yeah, again, and then. It'd be all fine and dandy, and then, like we said, we'd start the measuring stick process exactly. the next week That's against exactly. Navy. That's exactly It'd be right. fine. That's exactly right. Uh, we'll talk to Mark Ginata about all of this and more when we come back. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM. Yes. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country the local voices who know your team the best giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad it's always football season right here on the free odyssey app Yep. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John live from the Tops Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Gianato is a sports comment for the Commercial Appeal host of Gianato and Jeffrey here on 92.9. That round of applause is for you. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. Welcome to the show. So, what, uh, what are the vibes? We, we were talking about your tweet earlier. Oh, okay, yeah. When you were talking about it, when you were talking to Eddie Lewis. Mm-hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't play the politics game, bro. I know. Well, there's nothing to do with. I mean, I think you meant like I don't play the like the like the Vegas odds maker. Yeah, game. yeah. Like I don't play with. It's that. funny though that he like he he sees that as politics. You know. <laughs> well, here's there's some in, in context of it was it was a question that was being framed. It was a question he would basically been asked already once or twice, wow. being framed differently. Right. And if you watch the video, I don't know if the video we have up at commercialpeople.com has everything. He smiled before he said this because, like, he was smart enough to realize, like, oh, I'm being asked, like, the same question a third time. Right. And he, to be fair to the questioner, like, that was the best answer he gave to it um, right then when he said, uh, you know, he was kind of, like, sh- stunned about the the odds um, for a second. But I think there's a quiet confidence. Like, you know, we've made on our show, I know Jeff's talked about it, written about it, like the the amount Ryan Silverfield has said in recent weeks, how much youth they have. And I do think it is, it's a little odd that he's taken that approach. 
Um, his team is young, but I don't think it's so young that it can't, you know, achieve some things this year. And I think he actually believes that too. Like I, you know, like I also believe him when he says he really likes this team. Um, I don't know what that means for this week against Mississippi State because I don't think you're catching them by surprise. Right. You're going to go into a hostile environment. Um, it's a veteran-laden team. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what that means for this week necessarily, um, but nothing I've heard during the preseason has dissuaded me, has made me change my outlook for the season necessarily. You know, like I, I said, we have a podcast uh, going up at commercialpill.com where, and I, I, I think I got them. I think the same as you, John, kind of like eight and four, yeah, something in that range. And I, and I went, I went this far. What I hope for, and I'm basing this off at the Highland Hundred meeting a few weeks ago, whatever, to kick off the preseason. Ryan Silverfield told the crowd, like, we're gunning for a conference championship, and to me. What would constitute a successful season in my mind, a bounce back season? I don't necessarily say you have to go to the conference championship game and finish in the top two, but I want to, I would like to see the team be in November and feel like it's in the mix to make the conference championship game. If that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think that's doable with the, you know, the first two games on the schedule, the, the, the schedule is really hard, those first two games. Like I think Navy is going to be better than they have been the past couple years. Um, you know, they won three of their last five games, upset Army, and in those five games kind of discovered a quarterback who now they're going to, you know, like who they can really ride with. And that, you know, if you look at – I don't know if it's going to be a Navy team like a 10-win Navy team like five, six, seven years ago. No way. I think it's going to be potentially, you know, a team that could make a bowl game Navy. You know, like I think they're going to be better. And so it's a tough oh, – but if you look beyond that – I think the schedule sets up pretty nicely for Memphis. Um, so I think there's some chances there if you can, you know, just figure out a way to go one one in these first this really challenging stretch to start the year. Um so that that's kind of my vibe with it. I think, you know, with the with a young team, as Ryan Silverfield has put it, my gut tells me they're probably gonna lose a game that you don't exp- you're not like penciling in there for them to lose. But I also, because they have a quarterback like Seth Hennigan, because they've got some, like, impact older guys, um, you know, like the guys who are going to play running back and wide receiver and play linebacker, All the, there's, like, going to be a lot of new names, so to speak, in prominent roles. But in actuality, they played a lot of football, you know, even though they may be kind of young. Like, I, the, I had this in my column. Ryan said the other day, 70% of this roster is sophomores, redshirt freshmen, and freshmen. So, like, guys he brought in in these last two best recruiting classes ever. But you can flip that, you know, you can flip that. And that's probably right. I didn't go check it exactly, but I I trust Ryan is telling the truth there. Yep. But I would say this. If you look at that depth chart he put out, and I put this in my column, there are 54 players listed. 40 of them are entering their third year of college, mm-hmm. which in another era would have been, you know, that's that's an upperclassman, you know, in a lot of ways. So they're all redshirt sophomores or above. And if you look at the projected starters for Saturday, there's only four guys who fit the designation that Ryan said was 70% of the roster. And two of them 
are Seth Hennigan and Greg Rubin, who played all last year a ton of time. Um, so, like, that's when I say, like, they're young, but not like that you know, like, they're not that young where, like, they can't accomplish things. And so um, I think there's a, there's a you know, you, there's a confidence to the to the team. But I also think it's going to look a little different. Like, they have two new coordinators, um, you know, and they've got – yeah, I think it's going to look a little different, to be honest. Maybe it should look a little different because of what the, the season they're coming off of. But, you know, I think – I don't – I don't think Matt Barnes is running the defense that he ran at Ohio State, which is like the defense he kind of inherited midseason because mm-hmm. he was the interim defensive coordinator. Like I think he's running a completely different scheme. He hasn't given very many specifics other than they're multiple. And then I think um Cramsey, the OC, um, you know, he keeps talking about how him and Ryan kind of really align. That's why they ended up being a good match. Um, and he's kind of a guy who's run all sorts of systems. Um, and he, and he's kind of, fit, he says he's fit himself into what Memphis has essentially and what Memphis does. Um, but Ryan said straight up, like, there's going to be some things you see on Saturday that, that you've probably never seen before, uh, in this sort of, in his, you know, in his seven years with the program. Um, so it, there's, a, there's some mystery I would say to what exactly they're going to look like on Saturday against a, what appears to be a pretty good Mississippi State team that's not going to overlook you. No, so isn't the best thing in that game, and and, I, and, I, and I'm with you that it's a bit of a free shot. Isn't the best thing in that game is to try to, you know, have a ground game to keep that offense that Will Rogers and those guys going to be itching to go out and score points on you to try to have a ball control offense and not ask Seth to go out there and be big play right off top. I mean, what's your confidence level in whether they can get back to a sort of 2018-ish, 19-ish dynamic run game that mm-hmm. takes pressure off that quarterback? Because to me, that's a key to this season. I think that's why they – I think that's part of what Cramsey's here for – What why he's here. Like, he has a more diversified rushing philosophy yep. than Kevin Johns Gotta did. Gotta get it, man. Um I would say this. I don't know if this is the game where that's going to materialize to its full effect. Uh, I mean, if you go back and look at last year, they won 20 to 17, and one of those seven of those 20 points came on that Calvin Austin, Austin. punt return. Mm-hmm. Um, th- and this defense returns basically everyone from that. So I don't know if this is the game. Sure. Well, like, I think if Memphis is going to win this game, to me, it's going to be. As you put it, like a you know another twenty to seventeen game. Yeah, I don't know if you're, they're going to be able to put up faith in their forty plus right. points on this Mississippi State defense. Um, so, but from a seasonal standpoint, this yeah. is the part that to me has been missing the last couple of years, especially for an offense mm-hmm. that's gone from scoring forty a game to yeah. I don't know where were they thirty one thirty last year or something. No, and that's it's what's in- been it's, it's interesting what they've got in the run game with you know Brandon Thomas. It appears won the job back. Yep, um, and he was. You know, remember those first two, three games? He showed dynamic, and then he had the fumble issues, and then he got a concussion. And from what I understand, like had you know, it was like a bad concussion. Like it was, you know, took there was a reason why he hardly suited up at the end of the year. Like he was dealing with the post concussion symptoms stuff, and. You can hear, you know, they haven't said that specifically. The coach is talking about him, but they keep talking about how he's playing with a clear mind now. Sure. And it's like, right. oh, okay, like he's healthy. Like, 
and and he's not thinking he's about not his thinking injury. about stuff because right. it sounds like you know he's got the best combination of speed and size. Mm-hmm. Ducker, the transfer from Northern Illinois, like it sounds like he's one of those guys who's not flashy, but he just you know, he, the way Cramsey described him is you like look up and he gained four yards, like you know, like he just he's one of those guys, oh. and he gained a thousand yards over a thousand yards in Northern Illinois last year, and he missed all of spring practice. And still was able to move past Asa Martin, Marquavius Weaver, like move, you know, beat out several guys. Um, and then a name that they keep saying, and they've said it so much that like, I think he's gonna play. He's gonna be like their secret weapon, so to speak. Remember when uh, the year Kenny Gainwell redshirted, but he played actually four games. And he had like he would come in in the third quarter in these blowouts and would all had mm. had like three different like eighty yard touchdown runs or something like that. Like I I think this this guy strikes me. I, Sutton Smith Smith the S guy. They yeah, keep SS. yeah they keep mentioning him. Mm-hmm. Um yep. and it's he's been brought up so much that I feel like he's like a name to mm-hmm. watch as like a you know situational big play guy. Um and then. So, but in the but in he, like almost like a maybe a Tony Pollard type of guy potentially down the line, um, but I think that you know, and then the O line it'll be interesting. They got four guys who have played a lot of football, but it's been playing a lot of football on lines that weren't that good. Mm. Um, and then they got a redshirt freshman at left tackle, um, who sounds like they feel really highly about, feel really good about long term. And he and he looked good, and you know he won the job. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like they're giving it to him based on his recruiting ranking or something like that. Like he won the job, um, but he's still, you know, you're playing a guy who's never taken a college snap is protecting Seth Hennigan's blindside this year. So there's going to ne- inevitably be some ups and downs with that. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way mm-hmm. he's going to be he's going to be a great. I think unless he's like a future first round pick. I find it hard to believe he's going to be like a great left tackle in his first year of college football, even though by his third or fourth year, he could be a great left tackle. So, um, you know, like I said, there's a bit of mystery to exactly what this is going to look like. Um, It all sounds pretty good right now, you know, and I think if you can just get through these first two, one and one, you can exhale a little bit, maybe, and and you, you know, I really think they could get on a roll. Like there is a very feasible way they could be four and one heading into a nationally televised game against Houston. Yeah, we've been talking about that. Um, now I think like North Texas is pretty good. Like I think that's going to be a that's going to be similar to the UTSA game last year. It's like going to be a game you should win, but you're going to have to play well to win. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and. Um, Memphis played well for like a quarter and a half against UTSA last year. So, you know, I pe- I pegged him at eight and four with like maybe you upset UCF at home beginning of November and you f- you're like, oh, we're in the mix. You know, we're, you know, I, I kind of, the way I, ga- if you want me, do you want me to go game by game how I predict, how I predict this will go? Sure. Is that, is that a uh, kosher? Yeah, it's very kosher. Okay. I got I got a loss this weekend to Mississippi State. Of course you do. I don't want to, even though I think it's very possible they could lose to Navy. I don't want to consider the possibility of zero and two. So I'm, I got them beating Navy yep. in week two. That's Agreed. the pick tenth in the in the league. I know you're you're. They I think they're going to be better the, the year, but you got to beat them on the yes. road. Yes, I I, I don't want to consider the possibility with you. 
I, I'm going to say they beat Arkansas State in the home opener. I'm going to say they don't make the same mistakes they did against UTSA, and you know they take care of business against North Texas. Um, and so, and so I, I got them going into that, uh, and then they beat Temple. Temple to make they get the revenge against Temple, right. and they go four and one. I think they're going. I think Houston's really good. I think they're. You they know, are. it's going to be a nationally televised game, and maybe they'll play. Yeah, I just. I'm just going to say, even though Memphis is good at home, they're good in these sort of spotlight moments. Generally speaking, yep. I'm going to. I'm going to put that as an L. I don't think that's a game they're going to be able to win four and this two. year. Four and two. I think they play. Is it ECU next? Oh, it's yeah. Temple. No, no, no. no, no. It's, uh, They've already played Temple. Yeah, it's ECU at ECU. Is next. Oh, yeah. So that's I got a the, must win. Well, they got at ECU at that's a Tulane. Tough game. Yeah, ECU. If ECU's good this year, like if they beat NC State this weekend, like that place is hard to. When they have good teams, those people show cool. up, yeah. and it's a hard place to play. That's a tough game. I've been. I've covered games there when there's been a lot of people. That's, they still got the same quarterback, right? The the Hyler's yes. kid or whatever his name is. I'm gonna say that that's that those two road back to back road games, ECU and Tulane. I don't know which one they win, but I'm going to say they split those. They're going to go one and one in those two road games. Okay. Okay. So that puts them at five, five and, and three. three, heading into the UCF game at home with a bye week to prepare or yep. an open week to prepare. I got them upsetting UCF oh. in that home game. Yeah, that's I, the one they get. I, I think that's it's Houston or UCF. They got. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, you split right. I mean, they're at home. I, I think that's fair. I and think, th- and then that's put you at six and three. I think you beat Tulsa at home. Well, you, you owe them. Yeah, well, it's going to be short rest, Come on, so that man, could Tulsa. be tricky. But Tulsa, and then you beat North Alabama on senior day. And then, you know, we'll see. It's toss-up against SMU. I probably have them peg. You know, maybe if you beat SMU, if it's, it's a weird there, year in the AAC, there, though, you can right? sneak into the conference championship. Right. Um, but, you know, probably, the, you know, it's a road the, game the at SMU. It'll be going tough. away hurt you. Right. Because the, the Memphis got in one year simply because their division was so stinky. Yeah, but it's better. It's better for the league. Oh, it is. It's, no, it is. It is like that. And the, and the two best teams should play in the in, yeah. the, in the in the championship game. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's how I kind of see it playing yeah, out. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that's... Uh, you know maybe it's a little. Uh, you know, I don't think it's too optimistic. I, I think, don't think so. And I would call that if they went eight and four and were like made it interesting in November. To me, that's a successful season oh, given what is. they did last year. No doubt. Now let me ask you this. Would the Washington Commanders rather have one-legged Brian Robinson as their starting running back or Antonio Gibson? Dude, they didn't even put him on the injured. They put him on the 53-man roster, which means they think he's going wow. to be back before week, week four. four. Right. Like, it must be – he got shot by the magic bullet because it, like, went – it was in his knee. It literally – what the report is is that it did not damage any cartilage, any bone, any whatever. It just went right through his leg. It was wow. clear, a but flesh so it's, it's just It's one shot. It was though, two, bull- it was uh, two shots. That's what I thought. It was a multiple shots. Yeah. Took two it's shots. crazy. It's crazy. It's unbelievable how in, like, you know, the section, the area where he got shot is like a big, like, you know, nightclub area. You know, like it's a going out area and, like – you know, it's caused like a it's a big deal in DC that this I'm happened. Sure, it is. Like because like it wasn't like he wasn't it wasn't like he was in like a bad area. You know, he was in like an area, an entertainment district, um, going out probably for dinner or whatever, drinks, whatever he was doing. Like it did, it wasn't like he was in the wrong place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and so, um, but like he was going to win the starting job. Well, he he did he did win. The, I mean, because Antonio Gibson was w- returning kicks. Well, it sounds like Antonio Gibson had a bad camp. 
and he was fumbling. Yeah. He was fumbling in practice, and then he fumbled in a preseason game. Crazy. And then, and then this Robinson guy was playing really well, and Rivera was like, you know, you know Gibson, Gibson's been a good player, but he hasn't been good enough to, like, yep. you know, have a strength. He's not like Ezekiel Elliott, you know, who you know, it seems like Pollard may be, may be better than, you know, outplaying him at times in yeah, camp. No, but, fair. you know, they're not going to take away Ezekiel Elliott's starting job just yet. But, like, Antonio right. Gibson ain't Ezekiel Elliott. No, that's yeah. true. But what, what are the reports on the head case that is Carson Wentz? What are your expectations? Well, there was, like, reports early on that he was he's pretty inaccurate in mm-hmm. camp. Um, I mean, he couldn't make the playoffs with the best running back in the NFL last year. I don't yeah. really know how it's going to be better with Not a worse supporting cast Absolutely. <laughs> with the commanders. Just wasting a year, well, don't man. worry. It won't be. Uh, so that's the good news. I, my prediction is by, like, if they're, like, out of the playoff race, like Sam Howell will be the starting quarterback like yeah. the last four or five what, weeks of the season see just to see what you got. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, we'll, we'll hear you it, in 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be right back here. I'll be right over there. You're going to be on this side. Yeah, we're going to play buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. Buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. Two o'clock. We'll Don't listening. miss it. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Here's Mark Gianna. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 